Hello Lagos, good afternoon. First hat fact of the day, 1,430 confirmed COVID cases today. 744 were in Lagos alone. So you know the drill, Lagos. Take your precautions, limit your movement. When you must go out, when you have to go to work or buy essentials, wear a mask. Remember, I'm saying buy essentials or go to work. So no Owambe, no partying. Just stay inside your house. And when you are outside, keep your distance from people. Wash and sanitize your hands as much as possible. I always say that I need all 970,000 of you alive and well. So you can listen to Hard Facts. I'm Sandra Ezekwasili. Let's have the population against COVID. And then let's talk about the ban on open grazing across the West. And then let's talk about... And talk to us on Twitter at Nigeria Info FM. We're streaming on Facebook, Nigeria Info 99.3. And you can definitely get in touch via WhatsApp. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. Today's Tuesday, Sochukuri Ezugu will bring you an important community issue on Community U Report. On the big hard fact, I'll have the Canadian government's uh, acting high commissioner on the show. We're going to talk about the Canadian government's activities in Nigeria. The Acting High Commissioner Nicholas Sima will be here with me from 5 o'clock. So if you have questions, get ready to ask at 5. News updates will come your way on the hour every hour. After the news at 6, conversations with Rufai will take the air. But right now, Lagos, let's bring you today's Big Three. All right, Lagos, has police conduct improved as protests? And the government half of Lagosians this year. And do you think ban raising will reduce clashes southwest? Those are the big three, Lagos. Let's talk. In our first story, four police members come extorting a 16-year-old. It allegedly happened in Isheri. The boy was a student whom the police officers allegedly stopped and harassed and forced even And now the police command stepped in. They say they've been interrogated. And hoping that they're going to um, get answers to this particular problem. The few deviants have comes to issues of extortion, uh, improper, inappropriate behaviors amongst officers. At the Sherry, a beggar in Lagos State, uh, was an unfortunate one. The Commissioner of Police, Lagos State, as if King Gulushegud, must condemn the act. He has swung to action and the men have been arrested. And the men confessed. So the next step is a trial for these four officers. Now, here's what's interesting. Last week, I told you about GC that um, police changed. Mohamed Adamu, the Inspector General of Police, he asked the way that he interacts with but lots of Nigerians have been saying that they're still having beef with the police. They're still being by the police. Being by the police. Nothing really changed. Nothing really changed. Sorry, it wasn't the IG that said that. It was on the other hand. You have the police themselves arresting these four officers, and so some Nigerians say the good news that the police are ready now to punish offenders in their ranks. 
After all, this is not the maker. We're seeing them taking action, and we're seeing them taking action instantly, swiftly. Think Lagos, 0700-993-993-993. Do you think the police have improved their conduct since the NSARS protests? How do you view the police command's response to a particular case? 0700-993-993-993. Remember, new year, new hard facts. So everybody gets 90 seconds to make their point. 90 seconds. That's 1 minute 30 seconds. Eben is in Oshodi and he's our first caller on the show. Hello, Eben. Yeah, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Eben. Go ahead. Yeah, well done. Yeah, yeah, it's quite unfortunate with uh, the level of uh, harassment and uh, extortion in the, in the force. It seems that they are not ready to change because I don't really understand. Is it still happening? Of course it's happening. They are extorting, no matter the amount that's involved. Extortion is extortion. You understand? So I don't know, the police is not really serious about changing its uh, officials. I don't, I don't think they conduct serious training and warnings for them, so they don't want to, to change at all. What about the fact that the police themselves arrested these four officers in this particular story? Oh, well, that one may, may help, but not, not really. Not really, even, sirs. Because you have to consider that. You have to consider the fact that four policemen in Lagos confessed to extorting a 16-year-old happened in Isheri, and these four policemen were arrested. Doesn't that lend any credence to the change in the Nigeria police force? John in Ibejuleki, thank you for calling us. Yeah, Sandra, good afternoon. Good afternoon. This is John from Ibejuleki. Yes, welcome. Go ahead. You see, Sandra, the, the truth remains that this rule will not change. And there is something that happened during Joyce. She was, hello? Yes, I'm hearing. Go ahead. Uh, she, was, she, she was asking the people that will be willing to join the Nigerian police force. You will not It's only one person that indicates interest. Others, most of them were saying, God forbid, I wanted to come, but I couldn't make it then. So, you see, the truth remains that these people, they have not presented themselves in the light that will make other people to be attracted to them. So, the police, they have not even learned any lesson from the SRs and the other incidences that have occurred. So, you understand? I the see. police, they don't want to change. And I don't think that they will change. <laughs> John, thank you so much for calling me. Jesu Lokbaya is in Ikeja. Hello, Jesu Lokbaya. Welcome. Go ahead. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. It seems as if you and Joyce are in spirit. <laughs> Joyce did, so it's like, let me just say, one hour ago. Mm. And funny enough, you know, the question was, would you like to join police force? You heard it from the last caller. He said, most of the people said, God forbid, only one person indicated interest. And the interest was even for ASP, not the low-ranking ones. Now, this is Nigeria. They, they, they exported a 16-year-old boy. Now, what, what, because I've not read the story, I don't know. What are they accusing the boy for? A, a Yahoo boy or what? Ah, man. Sometimes. I'm just, when I think of police force, I just feel like they are not serious. What about the fact that the officers involved have been arrested and will face orderly room trial? <laughs> we hope they face the trial because 
they are still the main people. When they start pointing fingers, you don't know if the bosses are even... You don't know if the bosses are the ones that sent those guys. Thank you for calling us. Uh, remember, everybody, one minute, 30 seconds. Shall we now, Jota, welcome. Yeah, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah. Yeah, concerning this police extortion, mm. I'm an Uber driver. We okay. see these things every day. Still? Even uh, after okay. the NSAS protests? You said? Even after the NSAS protests? Even after, yes. I had one incident. That was uh, like four days ago. I carried this young boy. This boy should be about 18 or so, but... You know, this is like a, he's a Yahoo boy. Okay. He was sitting and I carried them from um, Ikotun. Okay. At that better um, turning, mm. as if you are going to Akumojo, there's always a police and checkpoint there. Okay. That was, this was in the ninth, around 8, 9. Okay. I was going to um, Lekki. Okay. The policeman stopped me. I was looking, okay, normally he wants to do search. Mm-hmm. He didn't search. As he saw the boy, he said, oh, my shema, they're not going to stop people like this. I better give us something. The boy just gave them one thousand naira. That boy is not up to nineteen years. Hmm. Just imagine. Not just that one. So many cases like that. We see them every day. How do you know that the boy was a Yahoo boy? You said. How did you know that he was a? From boy? that conversation. I see. He was, he was talking to someone online uh, on phone. So oh. I was hearing that conversation. I see. So. And I believe the boy is someone that is fa- the policeman is familiar with in the area because you know those Idimu is, is, is around the bed also. I see. So it's a familiar face to him. Before he allies, say my chairman, they're not disturb people like this. So technically, that one isn't extortion. That one is um, I don't I don't even know what to call it, but it's not extortion really. It's the extortion. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you for calling, Sean. We've got uh, Pius in Victoria Island. If anything, that's aiding and abetting, really, not extortion. Pius in Victoria Pius Island. Hello. Hello. Yeah, Sandra, how are you doing? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Turn your radio off. Yeah, I've done that. Actually, uh, just, uh, you know, Joy, Joy, uh, I said, Joy, yeah. Joy just said something concerning police a few, a few, few about an hour ago. Okay. Yes, concerning the Nigerian police, honestly, they just need to, to train them well because now, take a look at, uh, if you see American police, they, police go hungry to join from their dressing alone. Forget about expression and all that. You understand? Coming to their, their character, honestly, as serious deliverance. Hmm? So, they should train them well. Even after the end staff, they, they still don't last anything. Hello? But in your personal experience, have you had any dealings since NSAS protests with the police that makes you feel like they've not learned their lesson? No, no. Before the NSAS, I've, I've, I've experienced some things from them, yeah. Okay, the but now after NSAS, we have four police officers who extorted a, a 16-year-old who have um, been arrested and who face trial. Isn't that a sign that the police have changed? Yeah, my doubt is that that case my my die along the line you know something my not my my that case might not end well you know sometimes when it gets to particular points they end it up probably the, the you know the 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 amount they, they might try to bribe, bribe them or something or more, i don't know some somehow you know you know how it works i don't hello? know how, i don't know how it works i don't work for the police <laughs> Pius, thank you so much for calling me uzoma is in iba hello uzoma yeah good afternoon good afternoon turn your radio off for me then go ahead yeah. Yeah, I've done that. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, please. Uh, you see, uh, 
the police, they can't change. They just the points. The reason why they can't change because they are saying that they are working only for the politicians and not for the citizens of Nigeria. Okay. You understand? Because right now, that same thing that made the youth to go on the street, mm-hmm. you understand, is still happening. And it's very, very serious. Very, very serious. That is real embarrassment. Even if you go to Area E Command, you can't walk in first act freely. You understand? Not mm-hmm. only that, it's all of Vimba. If you start from Okokopo, from this Okoko police station down to my you can't walk freely. This is recently? This is before or after the NSAS protest? It is happening now. Right? It is still happening now. Hmm. It is still happening now. The the other day, I was coming back with my family from the church. Hmm. This was last week. I was coming back from my... At the front of Okoko police station, never knew that these police guys putting on SARS polo. The 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 hid yourself close to where the park all these um Kurope used to load passengers. Mm-hmm. Some of it's on the one bike came out with a lady and they had to pursue the bike. You understand? Mm-hmm. On that spot the guy broke his leg. The lady lie down lay down flat there. So you're claiming that you saw people wearing SARS uniforms still on the street? That SARS, come to Coco Police Station, they are doing it now. They are still doing it now. That's the Apollo. They are still wearing it. Come here. Uzoma, thank you for calling me. Henry is also in Iba. Hello, Henry. Henry. Thanks for calling. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Turn your radio off for me. Go ahead. Yes. This is one of the problems we are having. Everybody complaining police is bad, is bad. Can you turn but your radio off? Then go ahead. Then there's no one who wants to uh, join police. Nobody who has this, I don't want to join. Mm. That, I don't want to join. Mm. And you are complaining that the ones that are there are bad. Mm. It's, it's not done. Then again, Nigerian police, I would advise them to take good care of their law officers. In fact, if you want to join police, the the system from from the ground is totally corrupt. So I will advise IG please to look down on those things. We can't continue like this. Police need reform. The system they are using is outdated already. Let them change their uniform, then uh, uh, educate them better. Then the people that they are uh, recruiting, why not recruit the 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 be uh, uh, HND of uh, instead of uh, uh, using all the initial uh, uh, people. So I think the, the ID needs to look into Nigerian police today. All right, Henry, thank you so much for calling. Interestingly, uh, we did a series, uh, a week-long series or so, about police reform. And uh, you can listen to it on our podcast, Hard Facts, with Sandra Ezekwesli. That's the name of the podcast. And uh, you'd hear the conversation very detailed, step-by-step, from recruitment all the way to discipline. And um, after that series, the Speaker of the House introduced uh, uh, documentation that, that... you know, borrowed a lot from the conversation that we had on air, you know. So um, I recommend that you listen to it. 
and uh, so that when the conversation comes up for public hearing and things like that, you too can lend your voice. You too can be a part of that conversation. If you just joined the show, hello, good afternoon. You're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. In our first story, four policemen in Lagos confessed to extorting a 16-year-old. It allegedly happened in Isheri. The boy was a student whom the police officers allegedly stopped and harassed and forced to give them 70,000 naira. The incident went viral and now the state police command stepped in. They say that they've interrogated the officers and that the officers have confessed. So the next step is an orderly room trial for these four officers. Now, uh, the story gets a, a bit more interesting when you think about the AIG of police uh, who was recently posted to Zone 11 saying that um, the NSAS protests forced the police to look inward and has changed the way that the police interacts with the public. He even apologized uh, for the excessiveness of SARS last week. We brought you that story on the Big Three. Now, you've been reacting to this particular story, as well as other Nigerians online. And some of those Nigerians are saying that, Omar, I, we're not seeing the change that this AIG spoke about because we're still being extorted by police. We're still being harassed by police. Uh, we're still being assaulted by police. So where is the change that the AIG spoke about? On the other hand, four police officers were arrested by the police. So is this a good sign? Does it show that the police is ready to punish offenders in their ranks now? Because this is not the first time a case has gone viral. But now we're seeing them taking action. Do you think that the police have improved their conduct since the NSARS protests? 0700-993-993-993-0700-993-993-993. Talk to me, Lagos. Hello, thanks for calling us. Hello. Thank you for calling. Yeah, good afternoon, Sandra. Good afternoon, what's your name? Yeah, my name is Andrew. Andrew, welcome, go ahead. And Sandra, they have not... Um They've not changed though. Okay. They've not changed a bit, honestly, because as at last week, Thursday, mm. I was coming from about the last week Thursday. Okay. So they stopped me, and last week, as a last week Thursday, I separated with twenty thousand naira last week Thursday. Whoa. Just Thursday here. Whoa. What, for doing nothing, nothing. So, all, the, all the particulars of the, of the car, I was carrying was complete. Everything was complete. So if they are saying that they, they are not doing anything, because all these things are just maybe one out of every hundred. Do you understand? So why so, did you part with twenty thousand if all your car if all your car uh, papers were? They wouldn't complete? let me go. Wow. They wouldn't let me go. Wow. My my brother's car was with me. Every means of identification was with me. Mm. Okay, what did I do? They just have to, they, they they asked me to park. The one was with me. Then others were now on the road. So I was just there for hours. So when I saw that, I, I started to go. What do you want? I was like, do normal, do normal, do normal. So what are they doing? They are not doing anything, Sandra, honestly. They are not doing anything. Well, thank you for calling me, and I'm very sorry about that dark experience you had last week, Thursday. Lagos was streaming on Facebook, Nigeria Info 99.3. We're also streaming on uh, YouTube, Nigeria Info FM. Sandra, I sometimes wonder how, how we Nigerians talk. Uh, we don't want to join people. We'll sit up in our houses, call radio stations, say anything we like. You that is calling, check yourself. 
uh, the person who sent that message did not leave their name. But thank you so much for messaging us on the show. Eddie says, Sandra, nothing has changed. Three weeks ago, one inspector, Francis, shamelessly demanded 5,000 naira because one of my paper has expired. It was when I called my brother before he allowed me to go. And he still cleverly collected 200 naira from my friend who was with me in my car. Eddie, thank you so much for sending a message to us. But you know, what you should have done was, um, you know, told him to take you to the station or something. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. More conversation, more talk, more right after this. Our second story is a roundup of COVID stories. Lagos is trying to get its own supply of COVID vaccines. We heard that from the governor himself, Vajide Sumolu. He said, quote, we want the federal government to take the lead in getting the vaccine. As a subnational government, we are taking our destiny into our own hands. We've started a conversation with some of the vaccine manufacturers, end quote. Remember last week I told you that uh, or your state government is also discussing with manufacturers. So it seems a few states have decided that Omoinowise make we just they wait for federal vaccine. But the question is now funding. Remember, even the federal government said that they did not budget money for vaccines this year. Governor Somolu says that they did budget for it, but that the budget isn't enough. And so Lagos will supplement with aid and grants from NGOs and international agencies and foreign governments. By the way, speaking of foreign governments sponsoring programs, you don't want to miss today's big hard fact at five o'clock today. I'm going to be talking to the new acting uh, Canadian High Commissioner in Nigeria about his government's programs here. Earlier today, uh, he met with the Lagos Health Commissioner, Akia Bayomi, and they talked about COVID. So I'm going to be asking him about that and, and, and uh, a number of other things as well. But yeah, so that's, uh, that's funding. The next big question is how many vaccines? The governor says the plan is not to vaccinate everybody. He said, quote, we don't have to vaccinate the whole of 22 million people in Lagos. The plan is around ensuring that there is herd immunity and that typically speaks to 50 to 60% of our population. That's the target we need to really meet in vaccine rollout, end quote. So the governor is referring here to what, uh, uh, to, to the fact that you don't need to vaccinate everybody to um, achieve herd immunity. WHO says that the target is 70%. Now, clearly, Lagos doesn't have the resources to immunize 70% um, of 22 million. That's like 15.4 million people. But if the state can vaccinate 11 to 13 million and rely on the federal government for the balance of 3 to 5 million, then possibly we can hit the target. The government, of course, is saying that uh, they're going to prior prioritize um, critical groups like healthcare workers, um, the elderly, and those with uh, chronic illnesses. We've, of course, seen many people who are not confident that... Um, the protocols will be observed. So in the coming weeks, I'm going to be bringing you updates on how exactly this rollout is being planned. But hey, what do you think about um, the government's plan to source vac vaccines directly? What do you think about that plan? What do you think about their target of 50 to 60%? What do you think of them relying partially 
on funding from donors. If these become available in Lagos, would you take it? 0700-993-993-993-0700-993-993-993. You can send us a WhatsApp message. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. There's, of course... Uh, Facebook, where you can leave your thoughts. Nigeria Info 99.3. Jude Nikaja, welcome. Yeah, good afternoon. Sandra. Good afternoon to you. Yeah, I mean, um, what you just read for read out for us now is actually welcome development. Honestly, mm. if it, if it can be implemented, uh, why not? I will even be one of the first ten people they will give because um, I'll, I'll be the first ten people to line up to collect it. I mean, this is this is actually what we are talking about. Mm. Now they have prioritized the health workers. Very very impressive. Very mm. good. Mm-hmm. Then the aged. Those who will need it more mm-hmm. than every other person. Mm-hmm. With this calculation you've done for us now, that means they'll be giving like um, 11 to 15 million people. Then the federal government can cover up for the rest. Mm-hmm. Very good. If this is can, if this can 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 be implemented, like I said earlier, mm-hmm. perfect for me. Mm-hmm. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much, Jude. Thank you so much for calling us. 99.3. Sorry about that. Call back if you can. The number to call is 0700-993-993-993. Hello. Thanks for calling. Uh, name is Kende. Sunday, good um, to have you on the show. Go ahead. No, I said Kende. Kende, oh hi. Hi Kende, welcome. Thank you. Um, well, the answer would be a big yes. Okay. I do hope um, the vaccine is coming on time. Mm-hmm. I do hope um, they map out a strategy where we won't have overcrowding for the vaccine. Mm. But I envisage that I do want to go out there. Um, yes, um, the... What the time where COVID was being tagged as state government was, um, how do I call it now, manipulating figures and all. Mm. That's been learning to all now that, hey, if you don't joke with it at this point. Mm. And then we just got to, at least we got corona. People are putting this vaccine in other countries and nothing horrible has occurred. In other countries, don't be doing anything. So, hey, we'll go ahead and take it. They got to providing excellent choice. Mm-hmm. So, federal government can support that. Okay, thank you for calling, Kende. Mohammed is in Ikeja. Hello, Mohammed. Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon. What do you think about the state government's plan to source vaccines directly? Oh, uh, that, that's cool. But for me, even though the vaccine is available, I don't need it because I ain't got none. Okay. Yeah, I don't need the vaccine. Well, it's meant for those who have corona. Uh, no, actually, it's meant for everyone. <laughs> that's how I see it. That's my own point of view. But in terms of the other way around, it's kind of cool. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thanks yeah. for calling. Bye. 99.3. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Andrew. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name? Uh, my name is Emmanuel. I'm calling from uh, Obun State, Adodota. Welcome, Emmanuel. Go ahead. I think um, what the federal uh, state government is planning, I think their plan is okay. 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 It's, it's a nice one coming from the government, mm-hmm. especially the state government, uh, state, uh, Lagos state government. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a kind of uh, an example for to other states to to copy and uh, do what they want, that what is right. And, but what I want to find out is that if they are sorting, sorting for funds to 
to some to support what they have on ground. Mm-hmm. And there's an easy way they can be able to do it if they are sincere to the public. Mm. Now the public can also support them if they know if they discover that what they are trying to do is sincere and they can be able to carry out what they want, what they are planning. So they can just open an account and say whatever can be able to send 100 naira, 200 naira to the account. Before you know it, they will raise millions of naira to go to carry out their projects. Hmm. Well, well, they said that um, they will supplement with aids and uh, with aid and um, grants from NGOs and international agencies and foreign governments. So maybe yeah. we don't need to contribute ourselves. <laughs> okay. All right, it's okay. All right, Imano, thank you for calling me, Chris Michael, Thanks for calling. Good to have you on the show. Good afternoon. Yeah, Sandra, I heard you saying that I mean that the police should be working. My dear, on the contrary, because uh, I think I think I, I, I'm correct. Last week, I mean, I was going to Festac. While I was coming back, I saw two policemen dragging one guy into one uh, this uh, um, minibus. Hmm. So at the Alakija, something is still happening. So, uh, in fact, even at my own junction, I mean, after Coco Michael, hmm. I mean, I still see them. Well, one night at the same time, doing the same thing to one, uh, one guy that is riding a uh, uh, KK marijuana. So, indeed, for me, I mean, uh, I, are, some of them may have been, there may have been some changes, hmm. but not, not rapidly as, the, as, the, as, as, uh, as everybody is trying to trace them. Okay. Because uh, for me, what, what, is, what you are announcing that they arrested those who tried to, uh, I mean, uh, extort that uh, boy. I thought uh, a little loud. I mean, it's just uh, they want to attract public sympathy. That's how I see it. You know, mm-hmm. just as we call it in our local palace, eye service. That's what, what I call it. Mm-hmm. That's what they are trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. Then coming to the COVID issue, I mean, uh, if the governor wants to do that, it's a welcome development. I mean, it's a good one. At, at least uh, Lagos has been the epic center. So why not? Let us take the lead. It's a good one. Okay. All right, then. Thank you for calling, Chris. Jide is in first stack. Hello, Jide. Hello, Jide. Oh, Jide isn't there anymore. Let me take a look at comments from social media, and then uh, we'll move from there. We've got um, uh, people here on Twitter who are saying that um, this is a great idea from the governor. Uh, We've got uh, more and more comments here. Mm, Does Governor Samuel even know what he's saying? Uh, he's good at coming to the radio or the TV to talk. Can the whole budget of Lagos even vaccinate its citizens? Have Nigeria conducted clinical trials on this vaccine before planning to use it on citizens? But you see, you're showing your limitations there because before a vaccine is used on anybody at all in the world, they try it out um, on human beings. So there's four phases with vaccines. There's the first phase, the second phase, the third and then um, the fourth before they roll it out for use. So before it got to the stage where humans are using it anywhere at all in the world, and by anywhere, I mean anywhere, Turkey, Israel, India, China, uh, Russia, America, the UK, anywhere at all, Canada as well, anywhere that vaccines are being used at the moment, they're using vaccines that have been tried and retried and retried. So there's no need to put it into clinical trial again because it has already gone through, you know, different phases of clinical trials. We've got another message here from Budget. Budget says 
It's a good thing the authority arrested the officers, but I hope uh, that they persecute them appropriately. And secondly, um, has the cause of this extortion been visited? Till now, government is yet to review police salary. Our police service has turned to stigma and it's a thing to be ashamed of. Well, the, the, the what's it called now? The IG of police mentioned a few days ago that um, uh, a review of police salary was in the works now. We keep our eye on that story to see if, if it actually happens. Uh, Ejatovo B says, I hope I, I said your name right, Ejatovo B, okay. They're still harassing us everywhere, that's what he says. I witnessed one less than an hour ago here in Ekpang along the refinery road near Wari today. The police team cited four young boys in a keke and they were embarrassing them, accusing them of being Yahoo boys. It's just terrible. Bemiga hmm. Bola says... Um, okay, don't worry. I'm going to get to that story in a bit. Now, we've got messages on WhatsApp as well. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. S- from Ikorodu says, I want to know if you take the vaccine for COVID now, will you contact it again? If yes, what is the aim of the vaccine? Okay, we've got um, somebody who says, I have enough vaccination in the body and the blood of Jesus. The Holy Communion is my vaccination against any pestilence. However, for those who want to take it, no prejudice. This is responsible governance from the Lagos State Government. Thank you so much for sending your message in. (laughs) Good afternoon. My name is Ade from Suruleri. Bravo! Police arrested their own who extorted a 16-year-old fellow. If we do proper research, the young fellow must have involved a very influential person or influential people. How many innocent victims who don't know anyone to publicize their cases have suffered, inju- have suffered, been injured or lost their lives after the NSARS matter? It's still business as usual with the police, Ade says. The AIG are just playing to the gallery. They're being very economical with the truth. The police need proper, thorough cleansing by an internationally trained group of professionals. Uh, this country is in a terrible mess. Unfortunately, we have the wrong office them if we want to move forward. And then he goes on to say that this vaccine issue is another avenue for massive corruption. Everything is and will be another serious scam. Ade from Suruleri, thank you for your message. Another message here on WhatsApp from Doin in Egbeda. Doin says, uh, Governor Sowulu has just implied that the vaccination will be for the wealthy. And those are the top, example, our politicians. Also, how come masks are still being worn even after taking the vaccine? Does it mean that it's not effective? Doing from Agueda, thank you for uh, sending your message in. Now, these are questions that a professional will answer. And I'm going to bring a professional into the studio so that uh, he or she will take on these questions you have about the vaccine and um, answer them for you. Now, let's move on to our final story on the big three today. Open grazing is now banned across the southwest. That's our third story. Like I told you yesterday, there was a meeting between Southwest governors and leaders of Mieti Allah Cattle Breeders Association of Nigeria, Magban. They were meeting to discuss the violence in the zone and the growing tensions and accusations between host communities and migrant herdsmen. And the big decision they took was to ban open grazing. Open grazing is where cattle breeders move with their cows and let them graze in whatever fields that they find. That's what open grazing is. 
They also agreed that herdsmen in government-controlled forest reserves should either register with the state government or leave. Here's uh, Fahimi, Governor Kayode Fahimi of Ekiti State explaining what exactly this is. Insecurity is a national challenge that is not peculiar to any ethnic group or region, but one that must be addressed by the cooperation and collaboration of all. That the order of the Indo state governor was misconstrued and misrepresented by the media, and that he only ordered those occupying the forest reserve in Ondo state illegally to quit, not fool any herdsmen to vacate the state. Now, the reasons that the governors met with Magban is Magban represents professional cattle breeders. They've been saying that uh, these attacks are not from real herdsmen, that they are from criminals in disguise, weirdly disguise, you know, and that uh, they are concerned that these crimes have led to people painting all herdsmen with the same brush. And so they agree that it is in their interest to get their members to cooperate with governors. So that um, real criminals can be isolated and um, exposed. Here's how uh, Baba Othman Ngelzama from Magban put it. Taking into account the devastating questions of climate change, population explosion, and competition for the conservation scars and justice. Magban has areas of Tano, Hazo, Katana, and the Lavik of Adama and the other population members of this association. So, Magban is a peaceful association. Magban is a democratic association. We came in through an election. Apologies for the quality of that sound. But uh, at the end of the day, it seems the stakeholders on both sides have agreed that encroachments and attacks are criminal and should not be allowed to happen. And the argument from the governors has been that if Magban really believes this, then they should work with governments to make sure that the law is followed. That's also what Governor Kerry Dolu of Ondo State has been saying. They're using the forest reserves as the area of coordination. So anybody who is there illegally has seven days to vacate the place. Even our farmers will register them. But well, that's not what I said. And that anybody who wants to not use that place will have to be registered. That is all. And I can assure you, we can all work together. We have a duty to everybody. We are governors. We are elected. So we've heard from all the stakeholders. Now I want to hear from you, Lagos. Do you think this ban on open grazing and the registration of herdsmen who are in the forests will help isolate the criminals and uh, reduce the violence. Now that Mieti Allah has agreed to this ban, do you think that there's going to be widespread um, compliance? 0700-993-993-993. Yes, send your messages to WhatsApp. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. And you can talk about the other two stories on today's Big Three as well. Akinshalina, Papa, thanks for calling us. Hello, Akinshala. Thanks for calling. Sandra. Yes. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. A pleasurable afternoon to every Nigerian listening now. At last, Buhari has sacked all the service sheep. Please update us. He has? Thank you. Yes. Please when, update us. When did that happen? Just now. 
Okay. And this is the author's gist. I'm going to confirm that story and then I'll uh, come back. Thank you for calling, Akinshala. <laughs> okay. Uh, 0700-993-993-993. We've got Jesse Lokwe here on the line. Hello, Jesse Lokwe. Yeah. Thanks for calling. Okay. About, uh, You're talking today, to Sandra now. Go ahead. Yeah. Today, we we'll need to agree. Honestly. Do they have... Honestly, I don't understand why... Yoruba governors are like this. It is their state. They have the power. Tell the, the people using your forest to come out. You are, you are bringing meetings. The people are meeting up. So if they don't agree, let's assume they don't agree. The, the, the Yoruba governors will be afraid to take any step, right? Anyway, now that they've agreed, go and document those who learn this in the bush, you know, go and document. Thank you, Jesse Lukwe, for calling us. I can confirm what Takinshala calling to say. I'm seeing a tweet from the verified handle of the president, M. Buhari, and uh, he says, quote, I have accepted the immediate resignation of the service chiefs and their retirement from service. I thank them all for their overwhelming achievements in our efforts at bringing enduring peace to Nigeria and wish them well in their future endeavors. Okay. We're going to uh, take a look at that story in detail in a bit. But Shile is in Ikeja. Hello, Shile. Welcome. Uh, Sandra. Thanks for calling. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah, yes, I think, uh, you know, uh, sitting at the round, round table to discuss, I think that's the way forward. Hmm. Because whether we like it or not, these people are there, they are in our faces. And um, we can't assume and, and say that, okay, we are not just interested, just take your things and leave, you know, it's not done. But my concern is that, you know, even from my experience, many of these people are non-Nigerians. So how do we even, you know, balance things up when you have to do so many things for foreigners, you know? That is why it's very, very easy for them to commit crimes and they will just, you know, go through the bushes and they can run away and go back to where they came from. As a matter of fact, I interviewed someone mm. whom actually worked for me sometimes ago, all these, uh, you know, liberals. Okay. He told me that he came from the jail. I said, how did you, how did you get to this country? Mm. He said, hey, I just have to pay your way through. Now you needed, all, all, all that you needed is about 30000 mm. At every point, you just give it to the immigration. You know, you can imagine. When we have a porous border and we can't even control the elements that come into the country, mm. and we are shouting. And another thing that is important of note is that it's, it's, it's convenient for everybody to be calling this men. Even the Yoruba man will commit crime, Ubo man will commit crime, and they will be calling this men. Mm. So if we are not serious as a, as a country to be able to tackle crimes and control our borders, 10 years to this time, 20 years to this time, we'll still be crying on the same thing. Thank you. Thank you, Shile. More details emerging about um, the replacement of the service chiefs. So we've got Major General Leo Irabo, who is now the chief of um, defense staff. Major General Aya Tahiru is the chief of army staff. Rear Admiral A.Z. Gambo is the chief of naval staff. And Air Vice Marshal I.O. Amao is the chief of air staff. These are the new service chiefs. President Muhammad Buhari accepted the immediate resignation of the service chiefs and their retirement from service. So the service chiefs who retired, uh, Chief of Defense Staff, General Abayomi Olonishaking, 
Chief of Army Staff, Lieutenant General Tukoburatai, Chief of Naval Staff, Vice Admiral Ibok Ekwe Bas, and Chief of Air Staff, Air Marshal Sadiq Abuba. So the President thanked them for their service and uh, wished them well in their future endeavor, while also congratulating the new service chiefs, urging them to be loyal and dedicated in the discharge of their responsibilities. Chris Nokokomaiko is on the line. Hello, Chris. Yeah, I wonder why. Thanks uh, for calling. Again, uh, okay. Uh, Sandra, hmm. just like our people used to say, apart from maybe like one year, honestly, I don't really know why. At least, from from time in memory, it has been the practice of uh, particularly, not not just really the Fulanese, but the major leader, the ones who do, I mean, uh, who are basically involved in this very business in Nigeria. So I think, uh, I mean, since they, they came to that very place, the people welcome you from every indication. They have been staying there for ages. You know, they live there. They have their own place. There. To, to the extent that they have their own chief. So I think, I mean, every, every woman in Nigeria should support that cause. Let them register. Let them know who is who. So that when the bad eggs hit, at least they, they can join the community to fetch the bad ones. I came from Onkano West in the Enugu State, Sandra. Hmm. In my place, they used to come. And I came from Onkano, they used to come to my place. Hmm. Even, I mean, destroy our farmlands. You know, this, this wasn't happened those days in the village. But now, anytime I call the villagers, you see the same story. Hmm. You know, how can you come and you rear your animals? The people who planted, the same way you want to protect your cow, hmm. the same way the farmer wants to protect his plant. So, I mean, I don't, it's really, it's really, it's really, it's really been an issue at, at, to begin with in the first place. It's over in this part of the world. I think, uh, I mean, uh, some step, let me not just say this, but, you know, no matter how you try to run away from me, I think uh, the Fulanese, they must talk to themselves. Because this has to stop. Chris, thanks for calling us. Ronke now Jota is our last call on the show. Hello, Ronke. Yeah, good, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Ronke. Welcome. I want to talk about the um, police uh, issue that we just discussed. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. So, yeah, I think um, this um, police um, institution, do they have, hello? Yes, I'm hearing you. Huh? They have what? Yeah, they have NDA. Mm -hmm. like, so, I everyone will be nice. Wear masks. While we are immune to falling sick, we can still spread it to others. Second, when you are walking on the streets, you can't tell who has taken the vaccine or not. And if people who have been vaccinated are allowed to walk around unmasked, other people will claim falsely to have been vaccinated so that they can avoid wearing masks. Ah, all right, doctor. He also says that clinical trials are almost never repeated in every country. Traditionally, clinical trials are done in a few countries and the vast majority of countries use those findings. That's why the methodology and data from those trials is made public for every country's health authorities. This is the reason why different countries are comfortable using Moderna and Pfizer, but not Sputnik vaccine because that one did not share data. Dr. Williams, we're so glad you're listening to us. Thank you so much for <laughs> listening to Hard Facts. We've got more comments on WhatsApp. Uh, this one is from... Um, you didn't leave your... Oh, Salisu. Salisu is here in Lagos. And Salisu says the police are still on business as usual. I hope the governor has the power to supply... Uh, the power supply oh, to incubate the vaccine. And he's gone through clinical trial before news. And for the issue of um, herdsmen and farmers, 
create ranches for grazing only, stop open grazing, arrest and prosecute offenders. Salisu in Lagos, thank you so much for your message. Opeke Inde says, banning of open grazing is a great move by Southwest governors. This is also this will also liberate them from being a houseboy to a cartel. I listened to the Mieti Allah chairman, and he sounds like somebody who has lost a battle. The Fulani herdsmen knew the fight is unjustifiable. I've been saying this since, that if our southern leaders are not careful, no one will free... No one will be free, even their children in diaspora. Okay. More messages coming in via WhatsApp. Um, third and fourth house, Sangolu family house in Lagos. I'm not sure I understand what you're saying. You're giving me a report here that I can't confirm one way or the other, but I'll forward this to my newsroom and uh, they'll let me know if that story can be confirmed. You have something else here that um, you're reporting. Since Mieti Allah is standing for Fulanese, they should be able to identify those that are attacking people and bring them to justice. That's a message from um, Ibas. All right, Ibas. Thanks for your message. Another message here. Uba from Aja says, um, you're talking about NIN. I'm not talking about NIN on the show. But Godonu Imano from Badagri says that nothing has changed on Lagos Badagri Express Road. The Lagos Badagri Express Road has become a perpetual juicy route for the Nigerian policemen. The rate of extortion on Badagri Road is huge. Ah, sorry to hear about that. Another message here. Sandra, good afternoon. Uh, I'm not talking about national ID card. Sandra, finally, PMB has done the needful. Congratulations, Nigerians. A dossier Dean in Naji from New Orleans says. Wow, a lot of Americans listening to the show. <laughs> well, maybe not Americans, but Nigerians living in America anyway. Let's go to Facebook and take a look at the comments you've left for us there. Facebook is uh, Nigeria Info 99.3. We stream every day. Now, if you miss hard facts, if you miss the big three or the big hard fact, you can actually catch up on our podcast. We have a podcast. It's available on every streaming platform. So Apple, Google, uh, Spotify. You can listen there. And um, you can, of course, um, pause, rewind, fast forward. And, of course, let me know. Uh, what you think about the different conversations we have on different days. Tijani Umar Baje says, vaccination, vaccinating half of the population against COVID, now by force to receive vaccine, not be by force, so you don't need to be in the half that will receive the vaccine. You can reject it if you want to. I'll advise, I'll advise against it, but nobody will force you to take it. Kolade Lanre on Facebook says, Sandra, police has not changed. They are back with the same sequence in Ikorudu. They resumed collecting 100 naira from Kekena Pep. Uh, they still packed another carrying fish, accusing him of carrying contraband. Even if some are arrested and they confess, solution is let them be prosecuted and let there be a trial uh, on live television where all of us can see the case so that the case doesn't die as usual and their neighbors identify them so that um, it's embarrassing enough for them to not do it again. <laughs> okay, well, let's uh, draw the curtains there, shall we? We'll bring you community you report. Chukudi is He's at a center where they do registration for NIN, and he's trying to find out if there's extortion happening at that particular center. So let's talk to Chukudi after the business news. I'm Sandra Ezekwasili. Don't go away. <laughs> 